Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 11 of season seven. I'm your host, E-Dub, and uh, back again talking about another Hawks loss, but... Uh, it's going to be all right, guys. It's going to be all right. I don't want to talk you guys off the ledge again. This is a long season, but uh, a very frustrating loss. Nevertheless, if you saw tonight's game, it is late into the early morning, but I did definitely want to come out and do a pod uh, tonight after the game while the thoughts were still fresh. Um, before we get into all of the bells and whistles of the game, we will invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms. Connect with us on Twitter at HawksBeat. Um, like all podcasts that you listen to, make sure you give us a subscription. Go ahead and subscribe to the pod and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. We would be greatly appreciative of that. Um, also, you can subscribe to our YouTube and uh, just all of those things that we have going on, man. We just really want to connect with you and uh, share our content with you as much as possible. So uh, make sure you do that for us, and we would greatly appreciate it. So we are going to take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. But on the other side of the break, we're going to go into a quick uh, recap of the game and break down exactly what went wrong tonight with the Hawks game. Hawks lose 112 to 116. I'm sorry, 112 to 106 in Portland. We'll be right back. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. Support for the Hawks Beat Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the very best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Fellas, we got to talk. Now, listen, I know many of y'all like to go to the barbershop, but too many of y'all are looking like Don King below the waist. That's why I'm here to talk to you about Manscaped. Manscaped just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Now, when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes and it has waterproof technology, so you can do it in the shower 
where nobody's watching. Fellas, I know you like to go to the barbershop and get the fresh haircut confidence boost. Don't take that Don King into 2021. Listen, let's get that bush to tush nice and clean. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you 20% off free shipping with the code HAWKSBEAT at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code HAWKSBEAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. Free at manscaped.com. Just use the code HAWKSBEAT and let's not take that Don King into 2021. All right, folks, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 11. Hawks fall to the Portland Trail Blazers, one, um, 112 to 106, man. And I'll tell you this. I didn't do keys to the game because I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. I was watching a football game. <laughs> I was watching the playoffs, man. So shout out to the Bills. Shout out to the Packers for handling business today. But uh, I didn't do keys to the game. But I will tell you this. Before I go into the recap, this team has had trouble closing out games. This was a tale of two halves, man. First half, uh, you guys are getting inside buckets. You are um, taking you're taking better threes, but uh, second half you get away from that. You get away from the inside game. You start yoking up these threes, and you're not scoring in critical junctures of the game crazy part about it is despite all of that you still you still had a chance to win the game uh, I think that uh, 147 left Trey takes that terrible three where he is um he is like a one-on-one with Carmelo Anthony Carmelo Anthony who is damn near 45 years old backpedaling you could have easily gotten to the hoop tied the game up instead you jack up a three from like 25 feet miss it they come down they score so instead of the score being tied now you're down four and you got you may even be down five because i think i have to go back and check the the game cast but it was just a terrible sequence then after that you follow up you follow up the miss three with a offensive turnover he drives he drives the baseline dame comes in and makes a great defensive play takes the charge and then uh, last ditch effort, Kevin Herter turns the ball over. So your last your last possessions were very terrible, just terrible. Uh, when when you look at the totality of even the stats, the second half, you look at Trey's stats, second half, it just wasn't good at all. Uh, I, I I don't think that he had a bad game, but you're just not going to win. You are not going to win when he plays a second half the way he played like uh, tonight. Um, and that's not just saying it was all on Trey, but like Renee Montgomery said in the post game, as Trey goes, so does this Hawks team. Your your star, you saw. Here's what you saw tonight, and I'm gonna get into the recap. Recap's not gonna be long. Here's what you saw tonight: the difference between a point guard of a Dame Lillard caliber and a point guard of a Trey Young caliber. And now this isn't a knock on on, on Trey, but look on the other side of the ball. Dame loses C.J. McCollum. He loses C.J. McCollum. He did, at one point they're down fifteen. He never panics. He just keeps his team in. He just keeps his team in it. He makes plays. He always put pressure on. He took a couple of bad shots, but still, he was always in control. And he just seemed like he had a better feel of the game than Trey did, especially in the second half. Second half, it was just it just wasn't good for Trey. 
just wasn't good for Trey. So you look at at the score, you know, Dame, Dame, uh, you know, he takes the charge at the end of the game. He finishes with like 36 points and that that that's a point guard. Like I'm and, and th- I mean, that's what you want to be. And that's what you feel Trey can be, but he's just not there yet. Feel like he's just not there yet. And it's okay with him not being there yet, but I mean, you got to be honest and be like, yo, man, he's not there yet. So, I mean, a lot of you, you, you can blame the coaching if you want, like whatever you want to blame, but like, it's just not there yet. So, um, Hawks lose 112 to 106. Let's get into some of this recap. So, I uh, thought the Hawks started the game very well, man. Hawks started the game well, and um, they actually were up at the end of the first quarter, 38-34. to 34. Uh, Capella and Trey Young got off the good start. Uh, Capella had 11 in that first quarter. Trey Young had 10, and they were rolling, man, you know, uh, getting them easy buckets on the inside. Trey was putting pressure on the, on the defense, getting into the paint. I don't know why. I don't know why they got away from that. And I don't. Maybe it was. It was. They're on the second night of a back to back. Maybe the legs got tired and they just start settling for threes. But listen, if you're gonna start settling for threes, you better make some of them damn shots, right? Like <laughs> you better make some of those shots. As a team, the Hawks shot. Let me let me see how many what they shot tonight from um, from three point land. Let me pull up their their stats. And I know it was it was uh, six for thirty. You were six for thirty tonight. For three, you shot twenty percent. Um, at the end of the first quarter, they only shot seven threes. But here's the thing: you made you made three of them, so that was forty two percent. So like the type of threes that you were getting, and not saying that they were necessarily taking bad threes. It's just like you just not making them. Like, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Like, everyone's going to blame Lloyd for all of the problems, of course, with the team because that's what fans do. Like, that's what fans do. They blame the coach. Whenever something goes wrong, they blame the coach. But, like, there's something there's something wrong beyond that. So he, here's what's going to happen. And I told, my, I told my boy Terrell this on Friday night when they lost to Utah. I said uh, the Hawks are the same team that they were last year, which was not a good shooting team and not a good defensive team. I said – Lloyd Pierce is is going to lose his job, but the problem is still going to be there because they're still not going to be a good shooting team and they're still not going to be a good defensive team. Period. I mean, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. But um, second quarter is just kind of more the same. Hawks, uh, they don't put up 38, but they put up 28. Um, They outscore the Blazers by three. So at one point, uh, they're up, I think, 16 points in the second half, you know. But, again, this is the NBA, and leads are made to be dissolved. Uh, they start out the second half 16-7, to and uh, Capella and Trey are still rolling. Capella's got 19. Trey has 17. And uh, the Hawks go into the half with a 17, with a seven-point lead. Uh, one of the notes I had, I said, Trey and Clint are balling. Train clean or balling. The bench came in and and they 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 seemed to hold serve for the most part. Didn't really give up the booty. And I think that uh, John uh, Coach Pierce uh, staggered um, John Collins and Trey Young at one point because I think when Trey went to the bench, uh, John Collins was in there. But let me tell you something, man. Um, no, I'll say this for after the recap because I got something to say about John Collins. But I'll say this after the recap. Second half was was totally different beast, man. So first first half you scored sixty six points, 
Second half, you score, you, you score 40 points. Uh, third quarter, you score 20. Fourth quarter, you score 20. And that's just not good. It's just not good. And I know, like, you're not going to always end out the game stronger than how you finish, especially second night of a back-to-back. The legs are gone. I don't think the legs being gone was a huge excuse. I think at one point they looked tired, but you still had a chance to win. You still had a chance to win. Like, because Portland, they made some bonehead plays too. Like, they really tried to give you this game. They really tried to give you this game. Um, Here's what killed you. Down by two. And there's not one possession that kills, uh, you know, makes wins or losses. But this is pretty bad. You're down two with 147 left. And Trey gets the ball. He's heading to the hoop. And he pulls up a three. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Pulls up a three when all he had to do was just get around Carmelo Anthony. Like, Carmelo Anthony is by no means Kawhi Leonard defensively. <laughs> He's just, that's, that's not who he is, you know? And so instead of it being, uh, instead of you guys being tied up, now you're down by four. So, I mean, that was just a huge play in, in, in the series of things. Because, look, man, empty possessions in critical moments is not good. It is not good. So let me see if I can pull up the game cast and see exactly when that happened, when Trey took that ill-advised three. I think it was around, like, the 140 mark or so. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Da-da-da-da. Tip shot. Yeah, so the Hawks are down by four, actually. Trey misses a 33-foot point, 33 point, a 33-foot three-pointer. Like, you're down by four. You need a better shot than that. Why are you taking these long behind three-pointers, man? And it just, it just, man, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at these game casts in the last two and a half minutes, man. It was just, it was, it's ridiculous ridiculous um but you got to play better than that man you got to play better than that uh renee montgomery said it perfectly in the post game she said look this hawks team is going to go as trey goes and if you have a bad second half like he did then you're not going to close out these games so if you're going to play a bad second half like that you better get that that lead up to damn near 30 in the first half because this is not sustainable you're not going to win ball games if you can't close them out um, I wish somebody would have asked. Now, Chris kind of asked Coach after the game why they kind of went away. Were they doing something different in the paint? And Coach was saying, you know, that they were kind of clogging things up on. Um, he said they were kind of clogging things up in the middle. Like, I get that. Like, I get it. But still, you have to adjust. There's there's never any adjustment, it seems, with this team. And I think that's on Lloyd. I, I think that his inability to adjust to – I think he's got a game plan. I think if the game plan doesn't work, that's just kind of what it is. Um, I think that's on Lloyd. But I don't think that this, the, all the wins and losses are on Lloyd like a lot of fans would like to believe. I think sometimes players just don't play well, and that's on them. <laughs> that's on them, man. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't – you know what I'm saying? Like, Phil Jackson isn't walking through that door. You know, he's not walking through that door. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't good tonight in the second half. They just didn't close out. You got an uh, offensive turnover at a bad moment. 
It's actually really a good play by Damian Lillard. You got to take your hat off to him stepping in and taking the charge. Um, Kevin Herter has two late turnovers where he can't even inbound the ball. Um, you're just not going to win, man. You're not going to win ball games like that. So I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for them to, uh, you know, get things going. But I mean, I think that look, I think that the Hawks are in a place that if they can just kind of hold serve, if they can just stay to around that 500 mark while they get healthy, I think they'll be fine. Because again, to me, I think the goal for this team is to be 500. If you can be 500, you'll get in, you'll get into the playoffs. The little bit above, the little bit below 500. You need to just kind of hold serve until you can get your guys back, until you can get Gallo back, until you can get Bogdan back, until you can get Cam back. You know, you you, you just got to get healthier. You got to get healthier, but you got to play better second half basketball. So. That's kind of what it is. Going to take another little break here from one of our sponsors on the other half. We'll get into good, bad, and the ugly player of the game and uh, the Fab Five. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 11. All right, folks, we are back. Listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 11 of season seven. It's your boy E-Dub. Um, going over the Hawks lost 112 to 16 to the Blazers. Uh, before we get about uh, awards tonight, I wanted to talk a little bit about John Collins. <sighs> I don't know exactly what is going on or why he is, again, tonight's four for 10, eight points, six rebounds. Like, that's not going to cut it. Like, you got to be better than that. So I don't know whose fault it is that he's not getting more shots. Is he not demanding the ball? Is he not being aggressive when he gets the ball? Is he passing up opportunities? Is Trey not getting him the ball? Is coach not getting him the ball or calling plays for him? I don't know. I think it might be a mixture of all of those things I just mentioned. I do know this. Eight points and six rebounds ain't going to get you no max contract. And I hate to always bring it back to the max contract, but eight points and six rebounds ain't going to get you back to the max contract. Furthermore, I sent out a tweet tonight. I said, look, man, this uh, lack of rebounding from John Collins, it seems like it's starting to be a thing. Like there is a huge drop when Capella goes out of the game and John is playing the five, and you have either Solomon or you have DeAndre Hunter playing the four. There is a huge drop as far as rebounding is concerned. Like, I, I, I need him to be more tenacious as far as rebounding is concerned. Like, we already know what kind of defender. Like, he, he John is like kind of, a, kind of an average defender. Like, you want him to be stronger. You want him to be better. But, like, he's kind of just like kind of just an average defender. But, look, man. One thing you can get better at is rebounding. Like you should have, you should have easily had double digit rebounds tonight. Like there was some that got away from you, and I'm like, yo, man, why are you not getting a rebound? Like he wasn't in. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's still trying to find his comfort level with with Capella being down there. But even when Capella's not down there, he's not he's not rebounding like he should. But um, it's kind of a quasi thing for me to like kind of be concerned about how he's playing. He's not getting the shots and the rebounding has been very poor. The defense is already just average. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just maybe it's just the thing where everyone's just trying to figure things out. And again, this is game 12. <laughs> this is game 12. So, I mean, I'm not ready to like, oh, man, we need to trade him. Like, I'm, I'm not on that. I'm not on that Stilo. Like, I don't operate like that. I don't think Travis Slink operates like that because you don't get to a position like that being reactive. And again, 12 games in. Yes, you started four and one. Yes, you've lost five out of six. That's the NBA. That's the NBA. Like you're five and seven. Stay close while your guys are hurt. Stay close to that 500 mark until you can get Gallo and Bogey and Cam and all of those other guys back. And then I think you'll be fine. So tonight, let's start with where you want to start tonight. Let's start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, the good for me tonight was how this team competed. Um, look, man, you're on the road. Um, you could have easily just kind of tucked your tails in and just been like, look, man, it's the second game on a back to back. Uh, the legs could have got out, but I mean, I thought that they really did a great job competing tonight. Uh, again, I think there was only one moment where I really thought that they looked, looked tired, but um, I thought they competed, man. I thought that was a good sign to show a little heart, show that they got some moxie that they want to, you know, that they wanted to, they wanted to win, you know, they wanted to win. So um, that was the good for me. Though. I enjoy like how they compete again. The, this game went down to the wire, man. It went down to the wire. You're playing a playoff team in the Blazers. Um, and I thought that they did a good job competing. The bad second half woes, man. Like the second half woes is just as a team, like as a collective. Like I don't think they coached well second half. I don't think they played well. Like I'm laying that on everyone's feet. I'm laying it on the players. I'm laying it on the coaching staff. I'm laying it on everybody. Um, second half just was not good. It was not good. You went away from what was working. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, you did. And to me, that was bad. And the ugly part was just that 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 possession with Trey man, when he took that three. Like that just took the sale out of everything because like you had a chance to get back into the game. Like you had a chance to could be to to tie up the game, and you decided to take this floating jump shot that was just. A bad shot, man. Like some of the bad shots you took down the stretch just was not good, man. So that is the good, the bad, and the ugly for me. And let me go to the Fab Five. Who were the best five players for the Hawks tonight? Now, Lloyd went to a shortened rotation tonight for only having played, uh, for having played, um, <clears throat> A game last night in the back-to-back. Uh, only played four guys off the bench tonight. You know, no no Fernando, no Nathan Knight, no Kongu, no Mays. Uh, Reddish had a con- uh, knee contusion, so, you know, you know, you knew you weren't going to see him. But the five for tonight, who do I want? I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what. I like Brandon's game tonight. Brandon could have possibly made the five. I'm going to throw Brandon in there in the starting five, and I'm going to take out – who am I going to take out? I'm going to take out John Collins. I'm going to take out John Collins tonight. So my five tonight is going to be – I'm going to start with Brandon Godwin. 15 minutes tonight. He was four of six shooting, nine points. Uh, he was a plus 13, which is a team high for the team tonight. 
came in, even though you only played 15 minutes, you gave me you gave me a hard 15. You gave me a hard 15. And and, and for that, man, yeah, you're going to be in the Fab Five. You're going to be in the Fab Five tonight. So, yeah. Um, Brandon Goodwin, he's in there. Uh, I'm going to go DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter um, didn't shoot the ball good the first half. Second half, much better, much better. And I thought for what it's worth, I thought he did a pretty decent job um, guarding Damian Lillard, man. Even though Lillard finished with like 36, I thought he made him work. I thought he was was on him. And I thought he did a good job defensively. 15 points, six boards. Uh, three wasn't really falling with one for five, but um, I'm okay with DeAndre tonight. So he's going to get in there. Third spot, I'm going to give it to Kevin Herter. Uh, 13 points, six rebounds, four assists. Had some bad turnovers at some really inopportune time. Um, 13 points. I mean, he didn't shoot the ball, like, extremely well from three. One of five, one of four. And Kevin is crucial to these three-pointers, man. Like, you you really got to – I mean, if, overall, he's five or ten. So, I'm not going to bang him on shooting. So, I mean, it's 13 points. Like, you, 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 did, you did all right. You did all right, Kevin. So, um, he's going to make the list. Uh, Capella. 25 points, 15 rebounds. He was a monster. 11 for 16. Have no idea why they stopped trying to get him the ball. Have no idea. Again, Lloyd said it was doing something to kind of clog the lane. Okay. Like, I mean, if that's what it is, okay. Like, I mean, it's whatever. But you got to feed the big dog if he's eating like that, man. Ennis Cantor, for real, against Ennis Cantor and Robert Covington. JC and, and Capella can't eat. Like, that's ridiculous to me. And uh, Trey Young, for what it's worth, 26 points, 11 assists. You're not going to bang on that. But you. here's the thing. 26 points, 11 assists are very good numbers. Also, also one thing that can be true is that you had a very poor second half. You had a very poor second half. I thought defensively he was Trey Young defensively. I thought he had flashes where he was just good. And other moments where he was just god awful, but like that's what you get with Trey. So, Fab Five to me: Goodwin, Trey, Kevin, uh, Colin. No, not Collins. DeAndre Hunter and Clint Capella. Um, I wasn't pleased tonight with John's rebounding. I wasn't pleased with his offense. So he's the one guy I'm kind of leaving off for tonight. So hopefully um, they can rebound. But look, man, this schedule doesn't do the Hawks a favor at all. They have to fly cross country tonight and play an afternoon game on Monday. So, I mean, they'll probably get back, shoot, sometime this afternoon, I imagine, since it's like it's early in the morning on Sunday. I imagine they'll get back early this morning. I mean, uh, late this afternoon probably. Get home, get a nap or whatever, get some rest, and then you got a game on Monday afternoon. Not Monday evening, Monday afternoon. So that's that's a tough, that's a tough turnaround for this team, but – uh, the bright side is you're playing the worst team in the league, the Minnesota Timberwolves. But uh, again, at the end of the day, these guys are pros too, so they're gonna get <laughs> they get paid too. So don't get caught slipping. Player of the game, player of the game for me is Clint Capella. Twenty five points, fifteen boards, eleven of sixteen uh, shooting. I, you just, I just the only fault was you just wanted him to get the ball more. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't bring the ball up the court. Call his own number. Uh, he even made his free throws, man. Three out of five. I'm good with that. But 20, 25 points, 
15 boards. Clint Capella is the player of the game for me. Next game up for the Hawks is on Monday, the MLK game. Uh, initially, it uh, was supposed to be the game where the fans were supposed to be there, but didn't quite work out that way because these people are dumb and they don't want to wear their mask, and it's just a mess. But it is what it is. So um, some folks just got to learn the hard way. Just got to learn the hard way. I hate it because they screw it up for the rest of us, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but the Hawks are taking on Minnesota Timberwolves on Monday, and we will definitely be back to have a uh, – maybe we'll do something pregame since it's MLK Day, do something for that. And, um, you know, we'll definitely do the postgame after that, postgame pod after that. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. Check out Manscaped, manscaped.com. Put in our code HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. The products are the truth. Everything that they sell on the site is bonafide. I can I can vouch for it on a personal level. Like it's 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 all good. Like it's all good. Go ahead and get you some stuff from Manscaped. So, like we say all the time, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know Him, you need to find Him and show Him love because that is all He is showing you. L O V E love. We out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.